0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I'm convinced of this, that if Joseph hadn't told God's secret, he would have ended up in favor. In power in Egypt without all the trials, without all the problems, without the prison sentence, without all that happened. God had a way of doing it. But you see, when he got into it and let the devil in on it, then the devil got into it and messed the whole deal up. But God ended up getting victory out of it. If you read about that, it says that the word of the Lord tried. I think it was in Psalms that David said the word of the Lord tried, Joseph. In other words, the word that God gave him tried him. In other words, the circumstances looked like it wasn't going to come to pass. But he kept believing what God told him. When he's down in that well, he was the doer of everything in that well. They put him in prison. He ended up being the doer of everything in prison. He had favor. Even though he had disfavor, he ended up having favor in every situation. Well, this is what I wanted to point out to you. It's a sacred cast scripture to people, or this story is that it took all the wilderness experience, it took all the trials and the problems that Joseph had to get him in a position where God could use him. No, that's not just simply not true. The fact is that he told God's secret, and the devil got a hold of it and tried to kill him, and almost succeeded and almost stopped the thing. So be careful what you tell. Don't go telling everything that God reveals to you. God doesn't want you telling everything that he reveals to you. The Lord said this to me several years ago, and if you'll do it, I know it'll work for you. He said to me, said, you need to go back and read the Bible like you never heard it before. Now, that may sound strange to you, but I just simply did what the Lord said. I just started reading the Bible like I never heard it before. He said, just forget everything you ever heard about it and go back and read it like you never heard it before. Now, let's go to another passage of Scripture in Daniel, the third chapter. This is the story of the three Hebrew children. Now, here is another sacred cow Scripture that actually was put here to give victory and to give you insight into some things, but people have allowed it to hold them in bondage. Now, let's read it, and I'll point it out to you as we go along. We're in the Daniel, the third chapter, and... You know the story there was Nebuchadnezzar had made the decree that if they didn't bow down and worship, he's going to cast them into the fiery furnace. We'll read from uh, the latter part of verse 15. Nebuchadnezzar said, But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire furnace and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O King. But if not, be it known unto thee, O King, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now here's what I want to point out to you. All of the messages that I ever heard up to a few years ago, until I heard the faith message, indicated and quoted this scripture as saying that the three Hebrew children said, if it be so that our God decides to deliver us, then he will. But if he decides not to, we still want to let you know that we're not going to serve your God. (laughs) Now that sounds pretty good on the surface until you look into it. And then it becomes totally ridiculous. Now, let me show you why it is ridiculous. First of all, let's look at what Nebuchadnezzar said. You'll be thrown the same iron in the midst of the fiery furnace. Then they said, if it be so. Now, if it be so what? If it be so that you do what you said you were going to do, Nebuchadnezzar. Now, you can't interpret it that if it be so that our God decides to deliver us, and I'll point that reason you can't interpret it that way and just a little further on here. But let's let's go with this right now. If it be so that you do what you said you was going to do and do throw us in the furnace, then our God whom we serve is able to deliver us out of the fiery furnace, and He will deliver us out of your hand, O King. Now, that's what they said, and I challenge you to study that out in the Scripture. That's what they're saying. They're not saying, if if our God decides to deliver us, He will, and if He doesn't decide to deliver us, He won't. No, that is not what they're saying. Now, verse 18 says, but if not, if not what? If you don't do what you said you were going to do. In other words, if you change your mind, King, and if you even tell us now that you're really not going to throw us in the furnace... We still want you to know that we're not going to serve your God. And we're not going to bow before you. Now you say, well, how could you get that out of that scripture? Well, it's very simple. Let me point it out to you. Once you see it, it's simple to everybody when you see it. But if not, now, if this really means if God doesn't deliver us, then this scripture makes no sense at all. Because look what it would say if it means that if our God doesn't deliver us. Now, let's read it in that light. And If our God does not deliver us, be it known unto thee, O King, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image. That's very obvious. If God doesn't deliver them, and he does what he said he's going to do, they're not going to serve anybody's God. They're going to be a in about five minutes, or less than that. So you see, that's the reason you can't interpret that scripture that way. They're not saying, if our God decides to deliver us, He will. If our God decides not to deliver us, we'll just burn for Jesus or we'll just burn for God. No, no. They're saying, if you decide not to do it, we want you to know that if even you repent of what you're saying you're going to do and decide not to punish us for this, I still want you to know that we're not going to serve your God, but our God is going to deliver us. Now, see, it's very obvious that they're not going to serve anybody's God if they're a sender and if they're burnt up. So they can't be saying, if God doesn't deliver us, we want you to know that we're not going to serve your God. What are they doing? They're making a decree. They're decreeing a thing. They're decreeing it by faith. Now, in Job, I believe it's the 22nd chapter, he says, decree a thing. The word says, decree a thing and light shall shine on your path and it shall be true to you. They decreed something by faith. They said, we want you to know that our God, whom we serve, is not only able to deliver us. You see, in full gospel circles, you don't find people that, at least not many people, that don't believe that God is able to deliver in any situation. Oh, they'll say, yes, I believe God's able. Certainly God's able. Well, it's not a matter of just believing that God's able. but well, we have to believe that God is willing to do it. So the three Hebrew children made the decision and said, Now, we're not going to serve your God. And we declare here and now that we are not going to serve your God if you do what you said you was going to do. And do throw us in the furnace. Our God is going to deliver us. Thank God He did deliver them, didn't He? And you know the story. The king got some mad. He got some of the strongest men in his whole kingdom and had them thrown in the fire furnace. Not only that, he heated the furnace seven times hotter. Now, isn't that just like the devil? I mean, you think you've been in the fiery trials and they heated that furnace seven times hotter than it ever been heated before. Never been heated that hot before. But it didn't change the three Hebrew children. You see, they were steadfast. They were fully persuaded. Now, if you want to know how you get fully persuaded about the things of God, I think one of the classic examples of that is Abraham. When he heard what God said, he believed what God said. He believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. And you know what he did? He went about saying what God said. He proclaimed what God said. Even when he was old and beyond the place of fathering a child he just agreed with god and just began to say what god said about him i'm the father of nations he called things that were not as though they were now that's how the bible says that he became fully persuaded he was fully persuaded now that's the reason that many people that's the reason some of you had problems in life you've never been fully persuaded of the promises of god You've never looked at these scriptures in the light of the way we've looked at them today. You see, religion and religious traditional ideas have made the word of God of none effect. It has taken great truths in the Bible that was great scriptures that would be armed weapons to you to fight the devil. Supernatural weapons. And because of religious tradition and man's ideas, it just kind of glazed it over and turned it around and made it look like it was a detriment to you and a way to suffer instead of a way to victory. But I want you to know the three Hebrew children, they believed God. They believed in the God that they served and said what he would do. Somebody said, you just never know what God will (laughs) do. Well, if you know what God will do, he'll always do it. Now, don't let that just hang there for a little bit. See, it's the people that don't ever know what God's going to do, that God doesn't do anything for, because they're not believing anything. But if you know what God's going to do, He'll always do it. What you believe in. He'll do everything you believe Him to do. He'll do everything He said He would do. But you have to believe it, and you have to act on the Word of God. I'll tell you, it brings great victory when you get fully persuaded of the Word. I think these are some of the most important things that... We could teach along this line because people are held in bondage by it. And these scriptures were given to you to set you free, not to hold you in bondage. Thank you so much for joining us for
1: the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. As we've been talking about rightly dividing the Word of God. All this week we have a CD offer. It's CD offer number 7203, Kicking Over Sacred Cows. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Kicking over sacred cows. (laughs) Now, you may think, well, what in the world are you talking about, kicking over sacred cows? Well, you know, over in India, some of the religions over there will not allow people to eat the cow because it could be their grandmother come back as a cow in the afterlife, you know, or whatever. Now, we don't believe that way here, but there are people that certain scriptures in the Bible hold them in bondage because of what they believe about it. For instance, we talk about on here the chastening of the Lord. Do you realize there are many people today that believe that God chastens us with sickness and disease and with problems in life, and that the problems and the troubles and the things that we go through in this life is what's perfecting our faith, and it's God's will for us to go through all these things. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. The Scripture says, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. No, God has not hired the devil to perfect your faith. He has not hired the enemy of your soul to perfect the church. But if you act on the Word of God in one of these situations, you will come out stronger. But it's not because God is using that to make your faith stronger. It's because you acted on the Word. You act on the Word of God in any situation in faith, and it will cause you to be stronger. The trials, the troubles, and the problems come in life because Satan wants to put you six foot under. That's offer number 7203, Kicking Over Sacred Cows. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon.
0: Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.